Do you consider yourself a high achiever? Smart, driven, highly successful? I am so excited to have you. My name is Julia Arndt and I'm the host of the Stress Podcast. I will help you develop your stress resilience the same way you've developed your workplace superpowers. Learn peak performance tools to thrive at work and in your personal life. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Stressed. I am super, super excited, as always, to welcome the next podcast guest to the show. And today we have Krista Biegler. Hi, Krista. How are you this morning? I'm pretty wonderful from Monday morning. Yes. Uh, I even showered <laughs> and put lipstick on for you, which is not. Oh, thank you, you know, so much. I the did thing. the same. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Yes. Very nice. We were I'm just excited for our chat. Yes, me too. Um, I think we have so many cool things to talk about. Um, Krista, pick us up where you are at loca location wise, um, your time zone and what did you do to start your morning today? Oh, I love this. And actually what I did to start my morning would be a good segue <laughs> into some of what we want to chat about anyway. Okay. So um, I am in mountain time. I'm in the middle of nowhere in South Dakota, which is way cooler in the last year and a half than it's ever been before. So uh, during my my day, I look outside at my chickens chasing each other around. And sometimes they find out that I have a meeting and then they come stand under the window and crow. <laughs> so it's very exciting um, for them. So that is where I am in the middle, in a field in the middle of nowhere in South Dakota. And then this morning, like every morning, um, there's a couple things that I do that help program my cortisol awakening response, which helps you want to get out of bed. So when you don't want to get out of bed, there's like a thing for this. Um, so cortisol, you're supposed to have a little spike in cortisol about, um, 30 to 60 minutes or so after you wake up and essentially looking like seeing full spectrum light or looking at the sun. Now today it was rainy. So I looked outside and like, was not getting, you can apparently through the clouds, it does still work. Um, and we can talk about ways around this, but so I look out the window, um, or I go outside and look outside. I usually pour myself two glasses of electro electrolyte water, um, to get my day started because electrolytes are essential foundational minerals and minerals are the spark plugs to energy. And so if you start your day with hydration instead of dehydration, it makes a dramatic difference in your energy level. And so I, there was a podcast guest I had one time who said something about, she basically said like, I have a Cadillac morning routine and a, you know, like a basic one. And that was really perfect for me because I thought we often create these noble obstacles in the words of, I think his name is John Acuff. He has a book called finish. And though throughout the whole book, he always talked about noble obstacles. We create noble obstacles. Like, Oh, I will create, like, we always say, we always create things that are dependent on other people. Um, these no, like I'll get to that when I do this. And so I always say, what can I do? That's like 30 seconds. <laughs> and so I make it really easy for myself. So um, so my simple morning routine is like, I get up, I go drink water. I love to be up before my children and family, because once they get up, they're going to start asking me for things. Um, which I, I like a lot from mom. moms, moms. Always yeah. Like, I need my morning. And then once they are up, then I, well, that's, yeah, that's how you get some calm and then a little bit of breath work. So got up, saw some, saw some sun through the clouds. Not really, didn't really see the sun, but worked on my full spectrum light for cortisol waking response and then got some electrolytes. And that's always the situation for me. Like that's always the basics. Okay. So, great question. Uh, you pour yourself electrolyte water. <laughs> yes. Explain that please. Yeah. So electrolytes are not like Gatorade. Like we think, um, electrolytes, are between two and four. There's four basic minerals. So let me back up. Why should you care? First of all, 
Minerals are, as my friend calls them, the spark plugs to energy. And so having lots of nutrient deficiencies can cause a lot of issues that we're walking around with every day. So minerals, here's the fun part. And we're on a podcast called stress. So this is really appropriate. When you have stress, you dump minerals and certain nutrients. So we could chat about that. But one of the nutrients really dumped is magnesium, which causes a whole um, cascade of problems. When we have high chronic stress, our sodium potassium start to get a little bit compromised. Those are controlled in the adrenals. So just backing up, like electrolytes are sodium, potassium, calcium, magnesium. If you have a lot of adrenal stress, and so I'm looking for an electrolyte product with all of those in there. Now you can make a mineral cocktail or make a mineral mocktail basically, um, and have your own electrolytes. So putting Celtic sea salt, mineral salt, I think that it's less dramatic for people. I like them to start on a real electrolyte product, but this is still a DIY option. So you can take like, I like Redmond's real salt, which is a Utah based sea salt. So real salts, like unbleached unprocessed salts are full of minerals. And so making that switch is great, first of all, because otherwise you're getting robbed of tons of minerals. And then when you have not a good balance or symphony of minerals, they get kind of out of balance. And then we see things like potentially elevated blood pressure, which is kind of like an imbalance of, I mean, and there's a lot of pieces to that, but a lot of, so I think sometimes you can get a little nervous because like historically for decades, we've been told like, don't consume salt. Well, what kind of quality are we consuming in the first place? So you can make a mineral mocktail with a Celtic or mineral salt. And then some, like you can add some magnesium if you want, et cetera. Um, there is one by jigsaw called adrenal cocktail. That one's a little salty, but for someone who's like had a lot of adrenal or like a lot of long-term stress, my point in this is that there's four main electrolytes, sodium, potassium, calcium, magnesium. You can get an electrolyte product with all four and get one without the calcium and you can get them without the magnesium and add it later. What happens is, um, for some people who have a lot of stress, here's like a red flag for you. If you start electrolytes and you feel a little woozy instead of per, like awesome at first, that is some osmotic shifts of minerals. Um, and it's just a little much fast. Um, so you can really only handle, you need like a lot of potassium sodium first and whole food vitamin C is that a really stressed person, but my ideal situation is an electrolyte with, um, sodium, um, potassium, magnesium, and maybe calcium. And if you have those, this is kind of like building a house. And if you have, um, holes in the foundation, you're never going to really build a strong, secure foundation. So before my clients do anything, they add electrolytes to their morning and you can see very significant shifts just from that. The other thing is these electrolytes allow hydration to get into the cell. And so some signs that you might not be well hydrated would be you're kind of retaining fluid. Um, and that's not the only reason, but like we're retaining fluid maybe. And what does that look like? It looks like your weight shifting like five pounds over the weekend sometimes. Um, so we're kind of like seeing that shift quite a bit. Maybe you have a little bit of a puffy face, um, sometimes more than you would like. Um, maybe like you can't get enough, like sometimes you just feel kind of chronically thirsty or you feel like you need a snack all the time, which can be the, your thirst mechanism that is misconstrued as hunger. So then you kind of walk around and snack sometimes. Um, and maybe none of those things, but I would challenge anyone to try electrolytes in the morning. Um, before they, I say hydrate before you do dehydrate because our coffee, um, dumps minerals because it can raise cortisol as well. And so if we do these things first, so at least sodium, um, potassium, but if you can have one with magnesium, that's great too. So there's a lot of decent ones on the market. Some that are really common. Ultima is okay. Element is kind of expensive. Like I like some different, um, 
I like some different brands that are kind of professional ones, Jigsaw, and you can basically mix some things together or like just find some, but I'm, I'm encouraging you. Some people ask me about liquid IV. I feel like that's kind of missing a couple of these. So I like to do um, a couple of those in the morning. And actually I like to drink electrolytes all day long for energy before I do like, it's very common in the afternoon for someone to say, let me grab a cup of coffee. I'd love, I'd love to challenge you to grab electrolytes before you grab coffee, because if you don't even have the spark plugs to make energy, and then you add something that raises your cortisol that dumps more, um, minerals, it's like a hole you're digging really. Mm -hmm. So you're not, it's kind of hard to like perform optimally as much as you want. So, and then my, especially long-term stress people, they will tell me they do better on like multiple doses of electrolytes throughout the day. So just Mm -hmm. so you know, so that way, if you try this, you kind of know, like if you have this reaction, you're like, you've had longer adrenal stress. If you just have like good energy, then more power to you. Keep doing it. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Thank you so much for sharing this. I, usually only drink electrolytes when I work out, like when I go on a bike ride or something, I have usually always noon in my um, water, you know, noon. Um, so I am familiar with it's N U U N. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been a while since I've looked at the label on that one. Um, so we could look at it together if you want to, we could yeah. pull it up, but, but, um, let me pull up the noon yeah, label. You know how it is when you're looking, when because you're looking, I'm like, I usually label. drink water with lemon in the morning, but I'm like, maybe mm-hmm. I should change to electrolytes. That's so nice. you can, inc- you can combine those. So you could, okay. you could put the first step for you is just to add mineral salt to your lemon water. The lemon is is acting as whole food vitamin C, Mm -hmm. which has a lot of benefits. I mean, we've been told about the benefits and really the distinction I'm making here is that it's a whole food form of C. It's more of a complex, whereas ascorbic acid, which is added vitamin C to many things is kind of a shell. And so it doesn't help as much vitamin C in the context that we're discussing is a dream, like the adrenals love it. Um, it's adrenal food. So plus you're using it like lemon water has been popularized and popularized and it's, and that's fine. Um, and wonderful and and no problem for some people, it helps their bowels move also. So it's acidic. So it can kind of like start that motility. It's a bitter as well. So bitters kind of, um, start to start that kind of motility, gastric motility essentially. And so it's kind of acting as a few different things. And that's what we want when we're doing interventions is like, how can I do one thing and have it do many things for me? (laughs) So, um, and I always try as well to use fresh lemon like I literally Mm -hmm. cut a lemon in half and squeeze it yeah then to like put any other things in my water you know what else that's doing for you that you I think are tuned into is you are making something fun instead of a job for you you are enjoying that process I suspect and there's something really key about enjoying that versus like this is something I have to do Mm -hmm. if we lose fun in our lives what are we doing (laughs) First of all, if we like, that's a great, that's such a simple way to sum up, like whether we have a lot of stress or adrenal concerns is like, are we doing anything enjoyable? And so a lot of people have, they start to, we start to develop poor food relationships simply because of a lot of crap we've been told, right? Like a lot of mixed messages, but all I'm here to say is, are you having fun with food? And like, that is like cutting it up, enjoying squeezing. I mean, it sounds kind of silly, but it does. I mean, it makes a big difference. Like if you are enjoying what you're doing, there's a huge difference on like your whole relationship around food. And when you improve your relationship around, if you're anxious, when you go to eat, if you're sitting at your desk, when you're eating, you're not digesting that and getting any of the nutrition. So, Mm -hmm. okay. Back to noon. I have it up. This is what's in it. Um, And so it's a little hard to, 
read because it's got kind of two different ingredient labels. It's got like, here's what's in it and here's the extra stuff that's in it. So the extra stuff is like citric acid, kind of like from lemon essentially, right? Dextrose, which is another, like, you know, it's a type of sugar essentially. So sodium, potassium, natural flavors, sodium carbonate, potassium carbonate. So let me go back to like what you're getting from it also. So it's basically got a little bit of calcium, a little bit of magnesium, not a good kind of magnesium. Magnesium oxide is kind of a, a pooping magnesium. It's what you get at the drugstore when you get citrate is technically that as well. There's other kinds of magnesium that are a lot better. Um, it's got s- some, and I don't know, like it's, it doesn't really look like it's sourced with like a mineral rich, um, type of sodium and potassium, which I just, I'm not getting that in that. I'm not getting that from the label here. It looks like lab made, you know, essentially. So it doesn't look, I could be wrong, but it doesn't appear that way. So there is some sodium and potassium. I would say that the doses are pretty low. I would say that there's a lot of room for improvement in this product. Um, I would maybe trial some different things. And that's actually cool, right? Like we tend to find something, then we just kind of do that. We're like, this is what I do. Mm -hmm. Well, let's be curious as well. Like if we see a different um, electrolyte product and its ingredients are a little less, like if it's maybe a little more whole food or like there's just less ingredients overall, or there's a richer like version. Like when I see this saying 13 milligrams of calcium, 25 milligrams of a pooping magnesium. So not an absorbable kind. You're not really getting much from that. 300 milligrams of sodium and only 150 of potassium. I'm kind of like, eh, this just could be like a little bit better. Like usually we want to add quite a bit more and that's for one tablet. Mm -hmm. So I just think that there's, there's a lot of other options, um, that you might get some, that you might get some better results from. So like, if you try this one and you're like, I didn't really see a difference. Cool. This is not a really great one. So like, it's okay. Maybe if you're just working out and trying to stay hydrated, but if you're looking for like more than that, like in addition, and we want some, there's just, there's a, like with anything, there's a lot, there's a big gamut. There's a lot better. And then there's like, meh, this one's okay. They Mm -hmm. probably spend more on marketing than they do on their product. And that's okay. Like, I'm not trying to diss them. Just not that awesome. So the challenge here is like, there's better stuff. Let's just go ahead and look for some other ones. Yeah. Um, What what would you tell your clients? What is a good electrolyte to start with? That is maybe um, like, if you know, like one that you can just throw into your water instead of mixing it yourself. um, Yes. And I do agree that, that just throwing one in that you buy is, is great. There's a, let me give you like a list so L, I mentioned a couple before. So Ultima, U-L-T-I-M-A is okay. Element, L-M-N-T is okay. Um, Element's a little pricier. Um, if we're getting into professional brands, which is, you can still buy these over the counter. Jigsaw has adrenal cocktail. That one's going to taste salty. That one's like for someone who's had a lot of long-term stress. That one has whole food C in it and basically sodium, potassium and a whole food mineral rich form. And then from there, I also love, um, trace minerals has packets that are really reasonable. They're on both thrive market. They're available kind of everywhere. That one, someone once said to me, Oh, this one looks kind of like a multi. No, it's just got some synergistic. It's got a bunch of other trace B vitamins in it as well. So that one's pretty decent. Um, overall, there's a small Minnesota company called Nutridyne, and I like their dynamic hydrate. That one's got like the best form of magnesium. So like, for example, yours has 25 milligrams of magnesium oxide, like one of the worst kinds of magnesium. And that one has 300 milligrams of magnesium glycinate, one of the best kinds of magnesium. And magnesium is a huge conversation around stress, which we should talk about. 
Okay. Um, so I really like that one. And the other one I've been really into this summer is body health. They have an electrolyte with amino acids, um, which is like a two for one thing. And that one is just really tasty and very good. Most of them are really delicious. That one has like less sweetness, which some people really appreciate. So I've been, I'm going through a phase of recommending that one all the time. So there's like six options that are all much superior to this. Okay, so. cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about magnesium. Well, mm -hmm. or maybe, maybe let's take a really quick step back and have you introduce yourself <laughs> since we sure. already talked about all the different things around, um, you know, your morning routine and all these amazing electrolyte cocktails. Um, but just to pick up our listeners on who you are and what you're doing, which if they haven't picked it up yet, um, maybe you can talk two minutes about what you've been up to over the last few years and what you're specializing in. Yeah. So my name is Krista Bigler. I'm an integrative functional medicine dietitian, essentially, um, which is a little different. I think there's like a lot of shades of this. Um, in my practice, we focus on gut, skin, and energy issues as kind of our big buckets of things, which goes down a lot of different pathways. So we work with people one-on-one -on -one with personalized, um, we use labs, and then we also really listen to symptoms, which is kind of a departure because a lot of times we focus too much on labs and less on symptom resolution. And so we really focus on symptom resolution as equally as labs. And then we have um, a couple online um, programs and then we have the podcast, which is the Less Stressed Life podcast, uh, which is kind of how we met. I was interviewing you on my podcast, The Less Stressed Life, which is really kind of for health savvy women um, looking to reduce all types of inflammation in their life is really what that is. And so that might look like emotional inflammation, might look like structural inflammation, might look like nutritional inflammation. Um, there's a lot of ways to go about things. And it's all about trying to create this aha, right? So today I'm hoping some people are having some ahas about like, oh, I did not know that about electrolytes and minerals. Like I didn't know I was even supposed to care about that or that it should be on my radar. And maybe because you haven't had dramatic notice, like you haven't noticed a difference from this before. And that's what we're looking for. We want to see symptom changes and some things have a longer um, time from ROI. Like if we wanted to talk about sustained energy, there's some things that you can do in the immediate time frame. And then there's things you can do like longer term that help rebuild cell damage essentially. So kind of, I'm basically a nerd and have a good time <laughs> telling people about like how everything works together. I'm an over, I'm, uh, I love to over explain and over educate because if someone wants to know, I want to know like what kind of electrolyte I'm going to tell you that, but I also want to tell you why. And I want you to be able to look at this product next and say, oh, magnesium oxide is just going to make me poop. And it's not really going to be absorbable. So I'm not like, even though I think I'm taking magnesium, I'm really not taking magnesium, which is a great you know, great thing for us to be discussing and looking at because it's, uh, it's related to a lot of different arms. That's kind of how nutrition is, is like, we talk about one topic and it touches maybe 3000 other <laughs> reactions. And so the cool thing is, unlike a lot of my clients, a common thing people say to me, there's nothing for one, nothing wrong with medications and we should use them as we need them. But I have a lot of people come to me saying like, I don't really want to be on medications. And I'm like, yeah, we are, you know, most of us could agree now we're pretty over medicating, you know? Um, and so what could we do to fill in the gaps and fill in the foundations? So, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else right now, I'm like on a big rabbit hole. So I think when you are looking for people to help you or you're learning from them, make sure they're always learning. 
It's a good point because like Krista from three years ago is different from Krista from today. Like you're going to get very different recommendations because I never stop trying and exploring and learning things. And especially from clients. Um, but like, I could have said, Oh, my favorite electrolytes are this, and this is all I've ever done. Well, Mm -hmm. I just like try new ones when they come across, like when I find them and I, and I know that the ingredient label is good. I'm like, "Mm, I'm going to try this one. Oh, this one's better than the other two I was using. Great. I'm going to change some recommendations up. So, but now, right now I'm in some rabbit holes around minerals quite a bit. Maybe you're hearing that I'm in a rabbit hole about minerals for about a year now and kind of its relationship to everything specifically stress. And then I'm also kind of in a role rabbit hole of mold, but in a non-scary one. So mold and mycotoxin stuff can be a really scary, big topic. And I am kind of, I've had some interesting case studies recently where it's making me reevaluate that we should maybe address this before it's like scary, right? Like we're all going to have some, it's not like if you're going to have like a little bit of mold exposure, it's when, and so how significant it is for you, because mm-hmm. it, did you move into a moldy building and your health started to deteriorate? Um, and you can't necessarily smell it cause it's behind the wall. That could be an important comment. Like when you're writing out your health history, it's good to like assess that. Like, Oh, my stuff started after I moved here. Okay. <laughs> let's, uh, let's start there. Um, that could be a little bit of a problem, but I'm kind of into making this a little less scary cause it is not a cool topic. So my brain's always going a lot of directions. Yeah. So it's always, I'm always learning things. So interesting. Thank you so much for the introduction. Um, let's talk about supplements for a second, because you were saying, you know, medication and it's okay that people take medication and we take a lot of those, you know, obviously medication is one thing supplements is supplementing right to what we eat. And I've, I must say like, I'm pretty, um, I don't know. I'm not really into a throwing pills, no matter if it's a supplement mm-hmm. or a medic, like a painkiller mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Right. Um, what would you say to a person like me? Would you be like, that's fine. Or would you be like, there are some supplements that you should absolutely taking. I'm 35 years old. So I'm sure there's also maybe like things that come with age that you should be more thinking about when you're getting older. Like, what, what would you recommend a person? Yeah. Like? So let's talk big picture and then zoom in. Mm-hmm. So big picture supplements aren't regulated, not saying I want them regulated because we don't need people who don't understand something to regulate it. Not a great idea. So, but that just puts a little bit, like, I think sometimes we complain, like people will complain about that, but let's not complain. Let's just like be proactive and find good products. So there's professional grade that are like tested they're clear of crap. And then there's kind of like stuff on the shelf and there, the supplement industry is like a really big industry. So there is a lot of stuff out there. So for example, with this noon where it's got magnesium oxide, how are you just supposed to know that you wouldn't, you wouldn't know, you know, that's fine. Right. Um, so it's just not an ideal. And you're going to like, if you go into target and pick up some stuff, usually you're going to find stuff that's like suboptimal form of things. So to your point, when you eat whole foods, If you have lemon juice from a lemon in your water, you're getting some whole vitamin C complex. If you put ascorbic acid vitamin C in your water, which is most forms of vitamin C, there are whole food forms and supplements, but it's very large. And so that's a whole thing with supplement manufacturing is like, no one wants to take something that's a whole bunch of capsules. So like, they're going to use the cheaper, smaller thing because that's what people want. They want cheaper and smaller. Mm -hmm. And so, and this is like, this is driven. And this is why in grocery stores, like there's more processed food than fresh. Like that's what people like. If, if, if our buying behaviors were not like that, it wouldn't be that way. So I'm not judgmental about it. I'm just being factual. It's like, duh. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, you will not find necessarily 
the most high quality things all the time in supplements. Um, you kind of have to know what you're looking for. So that's okay. So if you can start with whole food and nutrient rich whole food, that's great. So there's like a huge, there's kind of a big, um, trend around being plant-based. I would say like, if you could eat tons of plants, that would be great. Um, but there are nutrients that you can get through animal products only technically B12, um, and some others. And so my point is, is that nutrient rich animal foods that a lot of people don't eat (laughs) have a big, have, can have a big place too. Um, and some people are plant-based and they do better that way. And maybe they want to take desiccated liver because it's such a rich source. It's kind of like a multivitamin from nature, essentially. Some people aren't comfortable with that. That's a whole conversation. So I think that, um, I'm not a purist of any type. I'm not like, oh, you should only do this way. You should only do this way. And that can be very, that's like what gets popular. And so some people will, you know, chastise me for that, right. They'll be like, you know, and whatever, I do not care. Um, but I do really take a pretty balanced approach. I'm like, cool. I think you should be really plant-based. And I think these have a lot of new, like, this is just the facts. (laughs) These have a lot of nutrients and I'm not like overly, I think a lot of times when people get to be like, um, when they make food and diet and supplements into religion, where they're like, you should absolutely take all of these things. Usually they change their mind eventually anyway. <laughs> Typically, um, like if you I, give you it know, 10 I, years, I, I, you would really usually change. It's interesting what you were, what you were saying earlier about like when you take, when you start taking electrolytes and you have kind of a weird feeling at the beginning, because I think mm-hmm. every time I have tried to take like a multivitamin supplement, I would feel that way. I would, it made, would make me feel kind of drowsy or sick in my stomach. And that's why mm-hmm. I would be like, oh no, that doesn't feel good. I'm not going to continue taking it, especially because I'm already like supplements. I don't really know. <laughs> Should I really take this? Yeah. So there's healthy, that could know? be, yeah, that could be because of the forms of it. So like to give an example, and then there's some people that don't tolerate certain, which is not a good sign. If you don't tolerate certain types of B vitamins that can actually be um, a sign of like maybe some mold issues. Like you don't tolerate the weight. Cause a lot of nutrient, you can't tell us from the label, but they're fermented on things. And so some people that have certain things going on inside their body, they just don't tolerate certain things. But like the best way to talk about this is like, um, there are products if you, and I'm not saying you should try something, but like, if you were going to, if in the future, based on your previous response, I would do a whole food based supplement for you specifically, like Mm. that nothing is made, like it's literally crushed up fruits and vegetables. I would want to know if you would tolerate that out of curiosity first. Like, for example, if you wanted to have a baby and you needed to do a prenatal, there is a brand called new chapter and it's a whole food prenatal, um, that's just crushed up fruits and veggies. I think you need more than what they say the recommended doses, um, technically, but that one might be better tolerated for some people. And some people kind of have like Anyway, there's a few, there's a few things there. Another thing is there's some supplements have iron in them, which make people feel not awesome for, it's like a huge loaded topic. Um, one, it's kind of a be- like, it can be a little rough on the gut, um, gut imbalances and pathogens feed on it. Um, that's kind of our functional perspective. And then I'm in a whole different rabbit hole about like your body could make its own if it had the resources and the other nutrients like magnesium and good vitamin A from your liver and other things, um, it could make its own technically. Mm -hmm. So you'll find that kind of stuff in random supplements. Um, and then another thing I think about knowing you, because you're, you got a scent like straight up burned out with your work in, I think it was Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm it's a common high performance woman problem, right? Mm -hmm. The problem, the biggest problem is not recognizing it. 
because then you're just trying to survive on nothing and you will never get better. So you um, made some dramatic shifts in your life to to work to get better. And we could actually talk about what's normal, not normal for recovery time for that, because there is, I'm going to stop doing this work and just rest and do mm-hmm. lifestyle things. And that can have a potential certain turnaround time, or I'm going to add supplements or some kind of support, even if it's like really hefty nutrition support, um, because there's a whole that can shorten your recovery time dramatically because mm-hmm. for example, like I, so I use this one as an example a lot, but like there is a supplement some people take for hormone stuff, which is a whole nother topic. And it's like the equivalent of eating three heads of broccoli. Most people won't eat three heads of broccoli. And I really don't use that supplement a lot, but that's just my example. Mm-hmm. They can, they can have their place. Um, some people like to ask me like, well, I need to be on this forever. And I'm like that. No, usually not. Like I'm a very lazy supplement taker. Like there's rarely stuff I take every day. <laughs> um, cause I'm, I'm lazy and I don't want to do that. Um, but there are times where it is good to bolster what you're doing. Like mm-hmm. let's when I was camping last week at the state fair and I did not have access to awesome food. Um, it was a good time for me to bolster my nutrition and my immune system. So I, you know, yeah, I didn't so run into adjusted. problems. That's, that's just knowing self and knowing how to like, we cannot, let's not pretend we're perfect all the time because none of us are. So what I was saying is I know that you have this burnout and adrenal history. And once you've had adrenal damage, sometimes you respond to things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, some signs of adrenal damage or that you've got adrenal stuff going on. There are like lifestyle signs, like not stopping to eat, like getting snappy at people and angry, right? Because we're like mm-hmm. so stressed out, like running from one thing to the next. Those are all like lifestyle, like um, those are all like possible risk factors for it. Um, there's like a tons, tons more you could probably fill in too. But then once it starts manifesting physiological in your body, it might look like a lot of fatigue. It might look like not being able to wake up well. It might look like sleep issues. It might look like restless sleep or disturbed sleep potentially. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between there's that's a rabbit hole too, but essentially it's restless looking. Um, for that. What else? Um, there's some real red flags that people say, I mean, I want you to ask like whatever you want to ask. Fog, I would assume like when maybe people... there's multiple reasons people can have brain fog. So we could talk okay. about that as well. It, and that's a possibility. Um, is there endotoxins crossing the blood brain barrier causing brain fog or, um, does your brain have nourishment properly? Like there's a few, in, and I can go into brain fog for sure if you want me to right now, but, um, when I know someone's got a burnout history or adrenal history, it just makes you like, there is a lot of damage that's done actually it's cellular damage done to the adrenals. So if I can just set that up first, probably yes, because yes. people sometimes are like, I have hormone problems. I'm like this. Well, let's just talk about your body for a second. Um, so remember we started this conversation with looking at the sun to help your cortisol awakening response. So what should happen is you have these two little, um, you know, bean shaped, well, like little tiny glands. Um, I'm trying to remember like the size and they're like grape, they're like big grapes, I guess. Um, they're above the kidneys and they secrete certain hormones. And as a woman who's in her reproductive years right now, you produce a lot of sex hormones from your ovaries. But as we shift to our older years where we're non-reproductive, you will shift more production to sex hormones to your adrenals. So if you have burnout and you have not recovered your adrenals, it is not going to be graceful to age. Um, from a hormone perspective, you'll probably see a lot more hot flashes. Menopause will suck. Perimenopause and transitioning sucks a lot worse. Um, you don't have reserves. 
So you need to like nourish those glands back to health. And you do that from stopping pouring stress on the top, which you told me was a huge piece of your story. Mm -hmm. But then once it's damaged, how do you recuperate it? So let's just back up and talk about the science of what it does. So those, those sit on top of the kidneys, a fun for the couple people that might hear this and it might be useful to them. When I would have kind of chronic stress for a while, I would start to feel some back, like essentially in that area, like a little bit of back pain, not like back, back pain, but like it would ache above my, my kidneys, right. Where my Mm -hmm. adrenals would be. And then if I would support them and give them nourishment, it would go away. And I've had some people say that. I was like, oh my gosh, I want to tell you this. And I don't really have that written or published anywhere else. So like, I just want you to know it can actually hurt. Um, it may not. So your, um, adrenals produce multiple hormones. So if you've ever felt like lightheaded standing up or dizzy standing up, that is a huge sign that you have adrenal and mineral issues and you need electrolytes like yesterday, like a year ago. Um, but that, and that can happen and that can happen. Um, like I've had, I have a client recently, I was discussing this with her. She's like, this used to happen at this job and it doesn't happen to me anymore. Cool. That job was obviously more stressful. You were dumping well, under stress. You dump a lot of minerals. So mm-hmm. your, um, adrenals have make aldosterone, which helps control your blood pressure. And so when you have that lightheadedness from sitting to standing, so like, if you ever feel like you're going to pass out and you're like in a medical place, like, where was I? I got something done. What did they do to me? Oh, I had like, um, I was at the dermatologist a couple months ago and they like did, uh, they like did this five minute thing where they like took a, there was like a vessel coming to the top of my skin. So they kind of like lasered it out essentially. And it causes some pain and it basically like creates a response, this vagal response, basically a stress response. Mm -hmm. And so it totally like it'll for some people. And so you feel a little nauseous and just not good. And so for some people they're living with such chronic stress, they feel nauseous and just like not good and lightheaded. And like, they're going to pass out. I'm like literally thinking of someone I know like this. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyway, immediately what they're going to do is they're gonna be like, Oh my gosh, lay her back. Cause it's going to kind of like level out that blood pressure essentially. So, but if you're just like, you know, have trouble going from like, you feel lightheaded going from sitting to standing that's shifts, mineral shifts and aldosterone and blood pressure stuff. Okay. So aldosterone is one of them. Cortisol is probably the most familiar. That's kind of our, I call it our darling stress hormone. We need cortisol. It's essential. And actually when our body doesn't have nutrients to do everything else it does, it's going to prioritize essential functions and downregulate other functions. So like I had this other client the other day and I asked her about her intake and she's a very successful person and it was not very much at all. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, your metabolism is slowing down. Your, um, like everything has slowed down to try to accommodate for this because your body needs to just focus on essential things because you're not actually giving it anything to, to use. Mm -hmm. Um, so we've got aldosterone, which controls the blood pressure and whatnot. We've got DHEA, which is a pre-hormone, which helps control blood sugar and um, fatty acids or lipids. We've got the cortisol, which I was yapping about. That's what I was saying. So it's essential stress hormone and it should, we should have it. So it should go up in the morning to make us want to feel like we want to get out of bed mm-hmm. and it should decline later in the day. We don't want it to bottom out because I'm really tired at 3 PM, but it should decline. And then want us to be able to go to bed. Let me tell you something that we see all the time in people you wake up you roll over, you grab your phone. So now you're programming your cortisol awakening response for it to be noon. Cause when you, when that light hits your face your eyeballs and your skin, it's sending different messages to your brain. than if full spectrum light, your phone is not full spectrum light. Like the sun is, you can get a light lamp. Like you've heard of these happy lights or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yes. So you can get that. Like that is sending 
we like if we just go back in history right like we didn't have lights we use the sun and the like so that's how our body works so when you see the sun or the full spectrum light it hits your eyes it hits your skin that helps start to create hormones for the day mm-hmm. So if you look and that tells us it's like waking up time and then we'll start to, our cortisol will start to rise and we'll have a peak. If we look at our phone, that is like synonymous with it being noon. That's the kind of light that it's putting out. And plus now we're kind of stressed because we're like starting our day reacting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's like one angle. It is input. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's one way. Cause you're not really starting your day in control. You're letting someone else start your day in control technically. Plus scientifically, like you've now told your brain it's noon. And then when you see the sunset, that helps release melatonin for night. Um, but the other thing that, that successful, like a lot of people do, and you'll hear this, you said this to me earlier, something about, um, about moms, what moms say. And, and we call it, this is like revenge nighttime or something like that. Like this has kind of a term is you had so much going on the, during the day. And then at night you want to start a new project because you didn't get to do everything you wanted to do during the day or you didn't get to it all. Or because you just have stuff to do. So you start a project at 9 p.m. Well, now you're spiking. If you start paying your bills at 9 p.m., you may spark your cortisol. So like if you get a flat tire and you need to change it, that your cortisol is meant to like help you run in that moment is fight or flight. It's running from a tiger and a bear in that moment. Mm-hmm. It lasts for about 90 minutes. So if you start paying bills at 9 p.m., which is sending that kind of response to your system, you're going to have a spike for about 90 minutes. And you're not even going to have a prayer to go to sleep until like 1030. Now your adrenals might be so shot. You're just like exhausted all the time and you might be able to go to bed, but some people will be exhausted all day. And now they're wired at night and it's wired and tired. Usually it's an upside down cortisol curve is the first thing to address, right? Like you can't out supplement life. And that's what you're saying is like, you don't, you didn't feel good on supplements and that, that there's a lot of validity to that as well, but you can't out supplement your life. Mm-hmm. So supplements don't really matter if like you continue to like dump things. So for some people, they do need to take a break from caffeine because it's dumping so much magnesium in addition to their stressful life. Now they're like, have a restless leg, their eye is twitching, or they have like this other like thing, because that's, that's magnesium deficiency showing up outside, um, which helps calm your nervous system, helps relax things, helps make stomach acids. So you can digest food, lots of stuff, right? Because everything does lots of functions. And so when you're dumping it, you're getting out of balance. It also helps with estrogen elimination, detoxification. So if you can't do that, you might have like crappier periods. It helps with progesterone production, which makes you happy. So people say, Oh, I have hormone issues. No hormones are secondary. Mm -hmm. Hormones are secondary to a lot, like a, a short list of other like root causes. So hormones aren't technically a root cause most of the time, most of the time, usually it's like, remember, we just talked about hormones, cortisol, aldosterone, DHEA. And if the adrenals, if you have like cortisol has like a few spaces, it can be, and it's like, think of it like a speed gauge. Okay. So it can be going the speed limit, like be normal, or it can be going like over the speed limit all the time. So then it's high. So we're dumping, dumping, dumping nutrients. Like our body is stealing like magnesium is being dumped. B5 is being dumped. Serine is blunting cortisol, which is a huge um, hormones nutrient. So that is all like getting dumped. And after a while, if you do this for so long, you drive over the speed limit, like everything falls apart and it downshifts and it's like, boom. So like you're at zero and that's what it feels like when you're burned out is zero, right? Like you're like, I am crashing. Like I cannot even function. (laughs) Yes. So like, that's how it feels. And what that actually means is cellular damage. And so when you have cellular damage, you need to prepare yourselves. So you're not an old person as a young person, technically, Mm -hmm. no one wanted to hear that. 
But sometimes, and I like, like to take a non-scary approach to things. Sometimes you need to hear it that way. That's like literally, cause I'm just like being factual. Like that's yeah. literally what's going on. It's like you have cell damage and now you can't produce the hormone. So it's like, ugh, ugh. like I can't even produce them. And low hormones will make you feel like total crap test, like just total terrible. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that might look like brain fog for some people might look, cause you know, what's going to also take a brunt of this is your thyroid. Mm-hmm. So your thyroid's going to take a big brunt, um, from stress everything's going to get down regulated and slowed down. Cause that's kind of the master regulator. So you might put weight on, maybe, maybe not, you might lose weight. You know, everyone's kind of responds differently. Right. Yeah. So we're not, yeah. we're not the same. We don't have the f- same fingerprints. We're I'm glad different. that you say that because I do believe that everyone responds differently yeah. and needs different things. But I, I like kind of the topic that we're kind of into now, because we are talking about burnout and how you can see it from a supplement or like just from all these different angles. Right. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about recovery times. So mm-hmm. let's talk about that. So when you, when people like someone is listening right now, they're like, yeah, yeah. Okay. That sounds all like me. So what can I do in order to get out of that hole? Okay. And recover faster than maybe just taking time off because I don't have the time to take off or I don't yeah. want to take time off because I'm working on this big project. Like what can people start doing in order to just feel better and take care of themselves? Well, first of all, you do need to have some self-awareness to where you are right now, because if you are, a lot of people's meter is broken. And so they actually don't understand when they're stressed out. And so yeah. the more you can recognize that your heart is eating faster, you're breathing out of your chest. Um, if you're running from appointment to appointment, like I remember being really frustrated a year ago that I was getting a twitchy eye and I was drinking a lot more coffee at that time. And I'm drinking coffee now with no problem mm-hmm. because I am much more aware going into my day. Like I wasn't thinking I was stressed, but I get excited. Can you tell? Cause I talk fast. Like I get excited <laughs> and the body will still read that as stress sometimes. Right. And when you're going from appointment to appointment or wake up and think about like what your day is like. And if you like are dreading a certain meeting, is there any way to cut that? Like, I know there's not always a way, but like, Mm. you need to think through that because that person is like killing a lot of stuff in you. So, Mm. or whatever that meeting is. Right. Mm. So if we don't have any assessment, so if you you have to have a little bit of the first thing is, is like some other red flag questions for really stressed people is, um, do you take the weekend off or are you working on the weekend? Mm. And are you getting at least eight hours of sleep? There was, um, there's this like side-by-side study where they looked at people that slept seven hours and slept eight hours and they swabbed, they put some common cold, um, in their nose. The people who slept seven hours got a, had a 294% increase in the common cold than those who slept eight hours. Wow. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, 300% yeah. more risk of the cold one hour. seven hours yeah. per, versus eight. So I tell you that for the gravity of it, like, whoa, <laughs> like that also made me like that, that floored me, that stat. So, um, I have to ask you those things first, because if you don't have space to assess, like if you can't go for a walk without like looking at your phone or like having some blank space, like, you know how in the shower you have good ideas, you need more of that space. You need more of that empty space. So if you don't have the opportunity to assess, you don't really know where you are just so you know, cause you're just bulldozing and you're like breaking your stress meter. So that's number one, because if your stress meter is broken, you're going to allow a lot more to be poured in the top of the funnel. Yeah. And if you're continuously pouring stuff in the top of the funnel and you're not taking care of it in other places. So like, let me give you a, like a couple examples of when I know I have stress when my week is really heavy or more specifically like the holidays and like, um, packing for a trip. It's not supposed to be stressful, but like when you're packing six other people, it's like a lot. Right. So I always know I was getting stressed out. So I would like, 
I would supplement and in addition to doing breathing stuff, because I was like, this is out of control and I don't want to have the negative physiological effects. So I'm going to take GABA and L-theanine mm-hmm. or lavender. Like there's a lot of tools for that, for like acute stress. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want to set the stage for this because if you don't set the stage. You might not hear, like you may have, like, you're not, I, I need to say that first, because mm-hmm. if you're not stopping, if you're not turning down the water at the top of the funnel and you're just pouring a waterfall in, mm-hmm. you're not going to get better anyway. Yeah. So that has to be said, like, you don't have to quit your job, but <laughs> you might need to look at some areas that are causing a lot of stress. And another way to do this is like Google, like areas of life that are important or something. And there's like multi, like finances, job, family, relationships, et cetera. And like rate them one to 10 mm-hmm. and whichever one, and like 10 is maybe the best and just be pretty honest about it. And then look at the ones that are like the most stressful. And that's like the one, that's kind of the one thing you want to like, maybe consider to address first to like reduce that stress. Yeah. Right. Cause you can't do everything at once. And that's the problem is we're trying to do everything. We've glamorized doing everything. We're and stealing we don't from do our nothing sleep. because we're feeling overwhelmed of doing exactly. Everything. It's <laughs> such a disaster right? It's like such a disaster. So we're just saying like, even though you're a very successful person, this is common for me to see in very successful people. So, um, I know you're awesome and brilliant, but like we've all, and I've I've been there as well. It's like, I wasn't even hearing or seeing it. So if you can't stop and assess, that'd be really first is like, you have to stop and be aware. Okay. Mm -hmm. then you got to turn down the water pouring. Is it a waterfall or is it like a trickle? Right. So you got to turn that down. And then you can do some, because otherwise you're still doing cell damage. So if you don't stop doing cell damage, it's like trying to fix the hole in the roof. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? While the, while it's raining or something. You know what I'm thinking, Krista? I'm like, we need to work together because I feel like I'm working with my clients from a coaching perspective on Mm -hmm. how to like, like, like turn the waterfall into a, like more constant trickle. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, but I think it's so interesting as well to work on it from a nutritional, like nutrition. Right. Perspective. If your health is suppressed, it's hard for you to be happy because you don't have the energy. Like you're like, yeah. you don't, I feel 100%. like I'm like, right. I mean, I have this other client she's a brilliant, successful woman. She's like, I'm sick of saying I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And so you shouldn't have to say that in your thirties, right. Mm-hmm. Or your twenties or your forties or your fifties. I don't care what decade you are. You shouldn't have to say that you should age gracefully and mm-hmm. feel younger as you get older. And that really boils down to cell health. And so if we could like, I've been, I've been yapping about a lot of things, but if we like made it simple, how do we support cells? Right. Mm-hmm. How do we support cells? Mm-hmm. So you support them with, with mitochondrial support. So I'm going to come back to that. Cause I want to talk about timelines because I do want you to know like why this would matter. So if you just like turn off the water and you're like, I'm going to take medical leave and do this, this. And some people need to do that. Like they, they do need to make a big 100%, shift. Exactly. Some people do, some people don't. Right. Yeah. Like maybe it's just, maybe you're creating it and you're like, I have a job I love. I was maybe creating the feelings of stress from appointment to appointment to appointment. So I obsessed, how is this stressful? Like I wrote a line down the middle of the paper. I was like, what do I enjoy doing? What is sucking the life out of me? And then I looked at everything that was sucking the life out of me. And I was like, oh, I don't actually have to do some of those things. Like I think I thought I did, but I don't really have to. I can delegate them, automate them, change them. Like I can make some shifts there. That is like productive right there. Um, but if you just turn off the water and you don't give any cellular support, so you're not actually trying to rebuild it, you're just turning off the stressor. It'll take a couple of years to get better at least like, cause our body does try to repair itself. So if you're like eating and digesting, digesting the whole problem on its own, you know, cause like, that's another reason people have fatigue and brain fog is that they're consuming 
food, but they're not breaking it down well and getting the nutrition from it. And so they actually feel tired after they eat instead of having energy. That's a red flag that even if you think you're digesting, you're actually not, you're not getting the energy. When you eat carbs and get tired, you have gut issues. I'm sorry if you don't think you do, but you do. Sorry. Um, Otherwise you would be turning that those carbohydrates into energy. So gut issues also add more stress to your adrenals. Really annoying how our body works to get, just kidding. Um, it works in, it works together. So it'll take a couple of years to get better if we're not really doing much else. And that's just hoping like we're feeding it and we're like nourishing it, et cetera. Right. And we're like doing a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. If we are, if we turn down to the trickle, right. Or like the stream, the steady stream, we really control what's coming in the top Mm -hmm. and we add really aggressive support. And like, again, the lifestyle is you can't outdo that lifestyle. And then you give a lot of mitochondrial or cell support and adrenal support four to six months is more likely you feel better in like a couple of months, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, cause adrenals are a little slower. And so like some red flags, I just like listen for red flags when I'm talking to people the first time, because if they've had a lot of stress, I need to give them some support there. Like soon, the sooner, the better, because mm-hmm. it just takes a bit of time to turn that around. And I want to work on other things with them, like their gut health, et cetera, but they're not going to be able to recover well if they don't have a buffer, right. You know how, like when you go bowling yeah. and you have the bumpers, you don't have a bumper, right. Like you're going to just like, it, you struggle to recover. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. It's like just poor recovery in general. And mm-hmm. so for example, here's another red flag of like adrenal burnout and cortisol issues and adrenal stuff is if you are doing cardio and you feel like you need a nap that weekend, or you feel more exhausted for a couple of days, it's a pretty red flag that you are working on zero reserves. Like you don't have the fuel and you don't have good cell health for that. Okay. So four to six months to really like do the real work three to four months before we reassess one to two months to really feel better. And I'm being pretty just realistic here, right? Because um, we can be pretty, like, I can see a difference in sustainable energy in a few weeks, but it really depends on your level of where you are in the toilet. And if you've even turned down the waterfall into a stream, that's really the biggest thing that'll catch you, you can't off do the legs, one thing. Yeah. I love that you're saying that. I think that is so, so important. You can't think you're just, you know, putting supplements and electrolytes <laughs> into your body and then everything will be fine. But it's mm-hmm. also about your lifestyle and how you keep doing the things that are actually taking all that energy from you. Mm-hmm. So super powerful. I am conscious of time, Krista. So Mm -hmm. I think we need to set up another podcast interview (laughs) because I have so many more questions for you, but how can people reach out to you or learn more about you if they're interested to, to learn more? favorite place to have you since we're on a podcast is, um, if you want to listen to my podcast, which is the less stress life, which is a lot of science around stress. Um, so lessstresslife.com or on your favorite podcast manager. And if you go to lessstresslife.com, you can find everything else really. So, and I'm also over on Instagram at anti.inflammatory.nutritionist, which is my, uh, stress was really like my synonym for inflammation. Didn't really like work out. Like people did not understand that, but, um, so over on Instagram is anti-inflammatory nutritionist. So if you heard me here, come and say hello there, please. Awesome. Thank you so much, Krista. This was so interesting. Like I said, I think we need to set up another one. But All right. um, if you have more questions, people listen now and you want to hear more about Krista and have specific questions, reach out to me. Super happy to answer more questions and we'll dive into that. So thank you so much for your time today, Krista. It was a pleasure having you and I wish you a wonderful start to your week. Thank you so much. It was a blast to be here.